Greetings and welcome to the African Spirit Reintegrated and Reimagined Podcast. This is a Sunny, owner of a Sunny Coaching Services, and I am here to discuss how to protect yourself and how to get rid of hexes and curses. So I covered um, this topic in the first episode when I just talked about the reality of hexes and curses you know how they come to be are they real which obviously they are real how they come to be and um you know how do you decipher or determine if you have been hexed or cursed in this particular episode I'm going to look at protection from hexes and curses and how to get rid of hexes and curses once they are in place all right so I'm first going to dig into the part of protecting yourself. That is to keep yourself from being able to fall victim or prey to or hex, to a hex or a curse in the first place. So that you don't have to deal with the ill effects of it. So I talked about this in the first episode a little bit when I referenced how someone can open themselves up to a hex or a curse. And that's normally by being in you know bad behavior, immoral character, things like that you leave a wide open gate. So obviously one of the ways to protect yourself would be to walk in good character, to be in upright moral standing. That's a huge protection in and of itself. If you're not constantly engaging in immoral types of behaviors and things like that, then most hexes or curses can't even penetrate you. No matter what someone does, no matter how how high level their um their their spiritual powers or works are, they can't penetrate you if your spiritual team does not allow this to happen. Now, what has happened in today's time is that a lot of people have very weak spiritual constitutions, not always because of their own character or behavior, but sometimes it's generational so things that i talked about before when these are things in your family line that have occurred and you've been penetrated by a hex or a curse through your generation and not necessarily because of something that you have done in those particular cases it's already in place there's not anything that you can do to protect yourself at that point but you can do things to get rid of the hex or a curse which i'll get into shortly but my number one piece of advice, guys, is just to walk in good character. If you're not trying to harm other people intentionally, if you're not engaged in malevolent spell work yourself, if you try to treat people good and to the best of your ability, then you are walking in a space of high level protection right there in and of itself. Okay? So that's the first thing, just stay in an upright character. Now, you know, of course, there are still some things that can and do happen, even when we're on our best behavior because of the universe that we live in. So other things that you can do include appeasing, you know, deities, if you practice it within a spiritual system, giving your sacrifices and offerings on a regular basis with a good heart, good intentions, okay? I'm not saying just going to do work, going through the motions just to do what you have to do so that you did your daily sacrifice or your ritual. No, I'm referring to connecting with your deities or your spirits on a very deep level and doing your sacrificial work on a consistent basis. 
that keeps your spirits of peace. So they will work much harder on your behalf to ensure that you are protected and they will keep you even protected, not just from someone coming at you with a hex or a curse, but also to just keep you away from people who would engage in that type of behavior, right? They, they will cut off certain relationships or keep certain relationships from even manifesting in the first place um, when you are in a good relationship with your spiritual team. So that's important. If you're constantly giving offers to your ancestors and spending appropriate time with them, if you're appeasing your Egbyorun, you know, those who practice the Ifa system, if you are, um, you know, working with a specific head orisha, Luau, other spirit or entity Vudun, and you're giving to that energy on a regular basis and, you know, asking for protection and help in exchange, you will receive those things if you do so with the right intention and a clean, pure heart. Okay, so that's another part as well, you know, and also maintaining a strong connection to your spiritual team. So it is not just all about sacrifices and offerings, but, you know, having dialogue with your spiritual team, just as you would with, you know, a living person talking to your energies, connecting with them on a higher level, not always having a relationship about, you know, what can I get? What can I get? But, you know, learning how to live according to your destiny at the end of the day. Because that's really why we deal with spiritism. We should deal with spiritism. is so that we can learn and understand our destiny and walk in our destiny. And fulfill our destiny before we leave the earthly realm. Alright? Um, other types of ritual work that's not necessarily directly involved in being an offering or a sacrifice to a deity, such as fasting work, meditation work, things of that nature can likewise protect you from hexes and curses. I do fasting work quite often, and it has been so instrumental in keeping me protected, keeping me strong when it comes to spiritual maintenance and things like that fasting it clears out your physical body but it can also clear out spiritual sludge especially small things that can get attached to you through um energy like the evil eye because i talked to you before about you know the evil eye is a form of a hex even though somebody didn't go out and do intentional spell work but if you you know do a fast a water fast at least 24 hours guys because i know in modern day times this topic is not as popular as it has been especially um not being connected to a an abrahamic religion like christianity or islam so you know i don't hear a whole lot of people talking about this dynamic in the spiritism community but it's still a viable spiritual tool or weapon that I personally still use even though I am not connected to Christianity anymore and it has helped me for years continues to help me because it is a form of clearing it's a form of cleansing okay fasting can help you to remain clear and clean so that certain energies don't even have anywhere to attach to all right because some spirits actually come in through the act of eating and um 
through you, you know, eating and consuming foods. Some energies are even attached to that whole notion. That's why you see obesity and, you know, people being overweight and things like that to a high level in society because those are actually spirits that are attached to those people. So when we give up food in particular, you can likewise give up other things through fasting, but to be honest, other forms of fasting are just not as effective as when you give up food and or water. Um, I don't advise dry fasting in general. Um, You have to be in really good health condition to do that and also in the right environment some environments like desert environments are not the best place to do dry fast you know going without water for prolonged periods of time because that can dehydrate you and actually make you sick but you know without getting too deep into that fasting is a great way that you can protect yourself from falling victim to a hex or a curse right keeping up you know that that's an actually a form of sacrifice so again that you're working with your spiritual team there all right on the physical level this is something that most people really don't think about but it's very important to help you stay protected is not telling your business to everybody all right keep some things to yourself everything does not belong in the public eye everything is not for public consumption when you tell people your business guys especially good things positive things that go on in your life you open up the door for people to be jealous about you you likewise give them more information about you the more you tell about yourself even if it's negative stuff right so i see this quite often especially among females who you know they're having problems with their mate at home and they just go and they tell you know everybody about this or they may have just one particular friend that they talk about this type of information to all the time they just tell 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 even though it may be something negative those are things that people can use against you all right to cause you problems and bring forth hexes and curses because they know things about your life and the more you tell them the more entry points that they have to use to be able to throw some negative or evil energy your way even again it may not necessarily be through somebody going out and doing actual spell work i talked about this before in the last episode people can speak negativity into your life and into your situation and the more information that you give to them the more vulnerable you are because you are showing them your weak spots when you talk about things that are going on in your life especially negative things that are going on in your life you're showing them your weaknesses and where they can easily penetrate you and they can use that in spell work yes but they can also use that Um, as a means to speak negativity into your life, right? And to cause you to get into the wrong energy, the wrong spirits. And in doing so, you can be hexed through that type of process, okay? Um, When it comes to telling people positive things, I think this is sometimes even worse because some people just like to see you in negativity anyway and that's enough for them it doesn't even have to be beyond that once they see that your experience is not good they're just happy with that 
But when it comes to positivity, that's a whole nother thing. When they see you excelling, they see you're doing well, you know, you, you're making nice money, you got a nice house, you are, you know, being promoted, you're well liked, popular, etc., etc. That is stellar energy for evil eye type of activity and also people to just go out and do some blatant spell work against you just because they don't like to see you prospering you can't help you know what happens in life but the best thing that you can do here is not go around talking about those things especially not in a bragging type of way right you don't want to go out there broadcasting things to make yourself look bigger and better even if those things are true because when you do that again you attract certain energies where people you know they want to um send negativity your way because they may get jealous envious they may be very competitive in those types of situations again you've opened a doorway for that you've opened that type of door for people to come and try to um do things to you one of the things I love about the Islamic belief system is that they really don't believe in talking about their accomplishments and their achievements because they are heavily into the evil eye and those types of scenarios and they know that people can use things against you. So they will purposely not really talk about their accomplishments and who they are and what they've done, right? And I know this is not all throughout the Islamic community before some people say, hey, you know, I know somebody who does X, Y, Z. Yeah, absolutely. You have some people, some Islamic people who brag and talk about their accomplishments and their achievements. But overall, the faith is against that type of behavior, all right? And it's just one example, okay? Um, there are other belief systems that I'm sure being humble is a thing and is something that is encouraged. I mean, it's in Christianity, but I don't see it being encouraged a whole lot. I know there are scriptures in the Bible that talks about humility and, you know, being meek-spirited, etc., etc., that thing is real guys because the more people know um about the good things happening in your life the more space they have to come and do harm to you so you know try not to talk so much about that if they see it they see it you know it will happen right so i'm not saying not to live your best life i'm just saying don't talk about it so much because in doing so you give people the right energy and the um the right environment to set you up in different traps let's pause right here for a quick break and then another way that i want to talk about in relation to protecting yourself against hexes and curses is staying away from negative people this may sound obvious but unfortunately so many times people maintain relationships with negative people who consistently speak negativity into their lives or do negative things against them so when you do those types of things again you're opened up these are some ways that you can and should protect yourself against hexes and curses there are other ways such as specific herbs and Things that you can do to um, protect your home, your physical environment, for instance, or even your car. Some people use 
mojo bags that have a variety of herbs and charms and things like that to keep away negative energy people some people wear the evil eye i didn't really want to get into those types of things in this message because i think they are very very specific to the individual right i wanted to just talk about some things that pretty much anybody can do regardless of what they believe in you could be a christian or um a muslim a jewish person a buddhist person etc etc and take the advice that i just gave about protecting yourself you don't have to use charms and amulets in order to protect yourself all the time so those things are good i'm not speaking against those things because they have their space but i'm just talking in general right here these are some things that you can do to protect yourself now let's move on to getting rid of hexes and curses this is going to be really straightforward because my advice when it pretty much comes to any complicated spiritual matter is to get divination right i say this quite often um when it comes to things that we just don't know about i don't believe in going to doing spell work or even protection work in some instances without proper divination and i did talk about that a little bit in the previous episode so when you think that you're under a hex or a curse the first thing that i advise for you to do is absolutely go and get some form of divination to see what is actually going on and what you can do to overcome it because i say this all the time guys people go out and they do work things that they think will work or things that can or have worked in previous situations for other people but spirituality is pretty much an art right it is also a science because it's spiritual science and um some of the things we do absolutely coincide with the science of the universe however it is also an art when it comes to the individual things that we can and should be doing no two spells necessarily look exactly alike two people can have the exact same problem but spirit may call one person to do one thing in the situation and another person to to do a whole new thing or a whole different thing in the situation even a cost can be so different one person can pay you know five thousand dollars to get rid of a specific hex or a curse and another person could pay like maybe five hundred dollars to get rid of a specific hex or a curse in their life um it just depends right a lot of it depends on the origin of the hex and curse and what was done for it to even manifest in the first place even though somebody could two people could be hexed and their hex could manifest in the exact same way the work that was done to achieve that could have been very very different so the work to undo that could look very very different all right so that being said my first bit of advice here is divination because the last thing you want to do is just go out and try to do some type of charm or work and cause yourself more harm than good or even spend a whole lot of money time and energy trying to get rid of a hex and it's not even effective whatsoever so those are some things to look out for first all right um there are certain things that you can 
do on your own, even, you know, before you do divination or after you do divination, right? And I recommend these things anyway because they can help you with additional layers of cleansing and removing things from you. Some hexes can be removed with simple candle work, all right? It's just, you know, a candle ritual to, you know, your ancestors or certain deities. It really just depends on the situation. You can do individual candle work when it comes to getting rid of hexes, right? Curses are a little bit different because curses, at least I tend to think of them as being something a little bit higher level and more systemic, right? Because curses normally affect generations or family lines. You can also do cleanses in the form of spiritual baths with different herbs and different ingredients within that bath, all right? There are some special purpose spiritual soaps that are used for cleansing. Here, I will recommend if you do a cleansing bath, make sure you do a restorative bath, um, you know, maybe a day later, at least within three days, because if you cleanse everything off, then you are leaving yourself bare. So you do absolutely want to restore the good thing. It's similar to a fasting when you take everything out. And obviously you want to put back some nutrients, some things that will nourish you, put those things back into your system. Fasting is another form of cleansing. So it works on both ends, both to protect you and to help you to get rid of a hex or a curse. All right, and I'll say more so a hex here. So fasting is a form of cleanse. And typically for hexes, I would recommend a prolonged fast of at least three or more days. No short of that when we're talking about getting rid of something like a hex, that evil energy coming your way. And with that being said, also ensure, you know, this is a water fast. You're only drinking water during that time. So not any of these type of modified or alter fast. You may do that in the beginning to kind of get your body and your mind in a space to where you can um, just protect water for a longer period of time. So, hey, you can spend a couple of weeks on just, you know, fruits and vegetables or juices and things like that. But the actual fast to overcome the curse or the hex rather in this case, um, most you know, you probably won't be able to fast to get rid of a curse because that's something deeper level, as I said before. But when it comes to a hex, you know, three days up to 30 or 40 days, guys, on just water. I mean, drinking nothing but pure, clean water for three to 30 or more days, depending on what your body can handle. Now, I do want to put a disclaimer here. I am not a medical doctor, though I do have a doctorate degree. I am not giving out advice for anybody to um, follow in terms of taking care of their health. I am not making any statements or claims here. I recommend that you seek the help or the assistance and guidance of a qualified healthcare professional before you embark on any type of fast, okay? But this is absolutely something that I do. It has worked for me. It has worked for other people. So by no means am I saying it is something dangerous or harmful for the average person. But we all have different healthcare needs and 
um, and things of that nature that can limit us or, you know, change what we should or should not do in terms of our healthcare needs. So I do want to put that out there. And then finally, um, another way to get rid of a hex or a curse is through some form of spell work yourself. When I say spell work, in this case, I'm not saying going out doing spell work to somebody else to harm them. I mean spell work on yourself to get rid of the problem, all right? Some people do return to sender type of spell work whereby they will send their energy back to another person. That's okay as well. Like if you know you've been hexed and somebody sent something to you, you can do some type of spell work to say, hey, I don't want this energy. I am sending it back to the person who sent it to me. All right. You can likewise, you know, just ground the energy without going into this back and forth mudsling so to speak spiritually with sending negative energy back and forth out into the universe right i don't necessarily agree with that notion either but i absolutely understand it when people would desire to um engage in such spell work to send something back to someone who sent them something negative or evil so my best advice here for getting rid of a hex or a curse is to go and get some divination work done so you know exactly what to do but these are some these are also some alternative routes that i just mentioned for those of you who you know maybe you don't have a diviner maybe you don't have someone you can trust maybe it's cost prohibitive because i will tell you um that's usually the more expensive type of spiritual work a spiritualist a diviner is incurring a whole lot of hazards when they engage in um dispelling some type of hex or a curse in a person's life if they have to do direct work related to getting rid of that type of energy oh yeah they are putting themselves in danger and they normally demand a high fee for that not just because they're putting themselves in danger too but also because of the cost of material items so when it comes to stuff like this most hexes and curses they are um you know sacrificing a high level animal like a goat or something like that this is not you know your your normal chicken type of sacrifice or even you know giving something simple like of some vegetables or fruits or something easy it usually requires high level energy to do this okay so it can cost a diviner quite a bit of money to pay for supplies so all of the money that you are paying for probably doesn't even it won't not even probably it won't even all go to the diviner in that instance they have to pay for the supplies and materials so that's one of the reasons why it does cost but they will also you know charge you for their services which can be a little bit more steep because they are putting themselves in harm's way to remove some energy from you that could potentially get on them now skilled and qualified diviners and you know spiritualists they have ways to cleanse themselves and protect themselves when they engage in this type of work right but that being said it's still dangerous work sometimes they may only even be able to work on dealing with a hex or a curse for you <laughs> whenever they're dealing with these types of scenarios they may not even 
be able to work on anybody else's case for a day or three days. It just depends on what all they have to do for you. So they're losing quite a bit of time. I do want to tell you that um, in the message. So, you know, do be mindful of those factors. And if that is an issue for you, then yeah, you may just want to do some of the other protocols. But I will tell you, most of the time, you will not get rid of a serious hex or a curse just by you know small things that you do on your own unless you're a qualified spiritualist and you really know how to you know do some root work and magic yourself but even then most spiritualists priests and priestesses will go to somebody else to have this type of work done for them because usually they can't even do it all themselves okay and and they know the importance and significance of getting a second opinion because sometimes when you divine for yourself you know the message can come out a bit skewed especially when you have a vested interest in the outcome all right so with that i'm going to go ahead and stop right here and leave you with you know the rest of this message hopefully has been helpful for you guys ashe please have a very beautiful and blessed day and beyond